you ever wondered when you are obese, when you become obese, what happens to your muscles and exactly what you can do to lose that weight? Hello, my successful and healthy earthlings, Mihaela Ragushi, a naturopath and founder of the Natural Health Podcast. In this episode today, I'm going to talk specifically about a certain obesity that has to do with muscle loss and exactly what you're able to do, not only to get your muscles back, but also reduce that weight. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to give you an opportunity to join our health and success orange community by clicking below and joining the natural health newsletter. So in this episode, what we're going to be talking about today specifically is obesity, in particular, sacropenic obesity. And we're going to go talk about a new herb to assist with this obesity. And then I'm going to give you at the end, like I always do, three tips to lose your weight. Welcome to the Natural Podcast, where we bring awareness for sustainable health in the business hustle space. Natural Podcast is perfect for those high-performing, business-minded individuals who want to work with their biochemistry to achieve success and optimal health. It's Mondays with Mahela. That's right, me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Absolutely love, 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 and appreciate your support. On Mondays, I'm here to provide you simple, savvy, and sustainable health hacks to optimize your health. So in today's episode, like I said, we're going to be talking about obesity, but not any type of obesity. As we know, uh, when we become, or if you know someone who is obese or you yourself are obese, you understand that your muscle mass actually decreases and and strength uh, are a special risk for adverse outcome. So not only do your muscles decrease, but also strength, which then can result in a number of adverse outcomes. In some individuals, they fall, they break a bone, or, or those things occur to them because they no longer have those muscles to keep them going. So let's talk a little bit about this specific obesity. And what I'm talking about in particular is called sar- sarcopenic obesity. Hope I pronounced that right, like I always do, right? <laughs> so essentially, it's, it's one of the most important comorbidities of obesity and it's categorized by low skeletal muscle mass uh, and strength with high fat mass and you might know that person or you yourself are where you have that extra fat on you and as the fat goes up or you know the, the body body fat goes up your muscle mass goes down which affects you there's actually been a recent study that's shown a high-fat diet induced obesity mice have typical features of skeletal muscle atrophy, which means it's going downhill, right? Such as the loss of muscle mass, decreased muscle fiber size, and impaired exercise capability. So if you have that extra fat on you and not so much muscle, your exercise capability is definitely reduced. Muscle mass, uh, so the muscle mass of obese mice was similar to skeletal muscle from aged mice that have just scopropenia. So that's a bit of a concern. So you might be a young individual who has scopropenia obesity and it can be linked that the muscle is the same as someone who, who's aged. So as, as obesity has reached a epidemic proportions globally, the adverse effects of obesity on many health-related diseases have come to focus on research, which means there's a lot of research out there on obesity, a lot of research on there on how to lose weight, what can be done, and you know, it's interesting because for the last 10, 20, 30 years, if you pick up any type of magazine, it would say fat loss, diet, 
uh, how to lose five kilos in one day or two days to fit into your wedding dress, to go on your holiday. It's nothing has really changed. It's always been the thing of you need to lose weight, you need to lose weight. But I'm not, look, I'm not saying you need to lose weight. I'm saying is you need to get healthy. And for you to get healthy, for some individuals to have to lose a bit of weight. Uh, but in addition to that, the reason why I wanted to specifically talk about muscle loss obesity is because that is the unhealthy part of obesity. Uh, I'm not sitting here looking down upon those people who, you know, have extra weight on them. I'm saying here there is hope out there and there's something that you can do because it's that muscle mass that needs to increase for your health to get better. And what happens is when you get your muscle mass up, usually the, the, the fat cells drop. So essentially, the relative increase in body fatness with muscle loss may increase the risk of physical disability, and that's a huge concern. That that impacts your whole life. Uh, thus, worsening of muscle functions associated with high fat has been considered the factor of scarcopenia obesity, such as mitochondrial dysfunction and skeletal muscle atrophy. So not only are you losing your muscles, you're also impacting or dysfunctioning your mitochondria. Let's go back, mitochondria, powerhouse of your cells, every single cell in the body, mitochondria. Why are you fatigued? Why are you tired? It's because you have extra excess fat on you, and that's hindering your mitochondrial function. It's hindering your muscle mass. So the issue is we need to make that mitochondria work better. We need to bring on that muscle. So if you don't want to even look at it that you need to lose weight, think about you need to increase your mitochondrial function. For you to increase your mitochondrial function, you need to shed a bit of weight. Fat, particularly, not just weight. Uh, in addition to get more muscles, you need to shed that fat. So you can look at it different ways. It doesn't have to be diet, weight loss. It could be increasing mitochondrial function to get more energy back. It could be gain some muscles to 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 be able to exercise better and so forth, right? So uh, the thing that we need to look at is to get understanding, which I want to go into the study. We need to understand there's two types of adipose tissue. Adipose tissue, fat tissue, right? Just a different word. There's white adipose tissue. W-A-T, and I'll be using that throughout this, and brown adipose tissue, B-A-T. Okay, V-A-T, or W-A-T, which is white, is a bioactive endocrine tissue specialized in energy storage in which triglycerides accumulate in large unilocular lipid droplets. Whereas BAT, brown fat, consists of small multilocular lipid droplets and has high levels of mitochondrial biogenesis, dissipates energy and generates heat by thermogenesis. Okay, so that's interesting to know. So you've got white and brown. WAT, white, can be also turned into brown. This is interesting. Like energy dissipating tissue when fatty cells produced by TG, which was the triglyceride, triglyceride um, hydrolysis are oxidized by generating heat. This type of adipocytes has been named a brown-like or beige appetizer given its potential for energy consumption. Adipose tissue has also become a key anti-obesity drug target. So you hear a lot of people talk about if they want to looking at uh, obesity or losing weight, they're talking about brown and white fat. Now that you can't understand what brown and white fat is, let's go look at the research that I found. Let's go talk about this herb, a specific herb that may be able to assist you if you have more additional adipose tissue on you and less muscle mass on you, right? Scrocopenia obesity. 
The new herb to assist with obesity, in particular the obesity that I spoke about, let's go into it. It is called Gin Tonic Enriched Fraction, G-E-F. It's a non-saponent fraction of ginseng. We've heard about ginseng, always ginseng this, ginseng that, take a here, it's good for this. Who would have thought it may be able to assist you with adipose tissue? It's a novel, good luck me pronouncing this, glycolipoprotein rich in hydrophobic amino acids, right? So this GEF, which is gin tonic enriched fraction from the ginseng, has recently been shown to regulate lapid metabolism and browning in apoptosis, right? Uh, sorry, apipopsitis, not ptosis. So we want so we want it to move to brown, right? Because BAT consists of small lipid droplets as a high level of mitochondrial biogenesis, dissipates energy and generates heat by thermogenesis, right? Let's go into what it does. So what they do is they, uh, to prepare the GEF, was prepared from a four-year-old Korean white ginseng. Because there's so many different types of ginsengs. The particular one that they used for this study was a white ginseng, which is four years old. The study looked at mice. They were divided into four groups. A chow diet, which is kind of like just the usual diet that they feed mice, right? A high-fat diet, HFD. A high-fat diet supplemented with 50 milligrams per kilo per day of GEF and 150 milligrams of per kilo of day GEF for six weeks. Interesting, right? So to determine the anti-obesity effects of GEF in vivo, they fed mice a chow diet, high-fat diet, or a high-fat diet supplemented with 50 or 150 milligrams per kilo per day. For six weeks this was done right and it was prepared from the four-year-old korean ginseng which i spoke about now this gintine enriched fraction gef inhibited body mass gain while high fat diet fed mass gained 22.7 plus minus two grams okay so just the just the ones that had the high fat diet actually gained Whereas the GEF treated mice gained 14.3 plus 1.2 grams for the one that used 50 milligrams uh, and 11.8 plus minus 1.6 grams for the ones that got 150 milligrams. So let's go back to it. The, the mice that were fed a high fat diet, let's say we're not going to go plus or minus, we'll average 22.7 grams, right? The ones that were uh, fed, uh, they got the 50 grams of the GEF got 14.3 the ones that got 150 milligrams got gained only 11.8 right grams so by down regulating apoptogenesis and induced lipolysis and browning in white adipose tissue right so that's what happened that white adipose tissue w-a-t turned into the brown right so let's look a little bit more into it. i know this is a bit sciencey but bear with me ginton enriched fraction also enhanced mitochondrial biogenesis threefold in skeletal muscle poor furthermore gef treated skeletal muscles inhibited decreased expression of muscle specific atopic genes and promoted myogenic differentiation and increased muscle mass and strength in a dose dependent manner they reduced white adipose tissue may be a result of smaller 
adiptocyte numbers of size. Therefore, to evaluate the effects of GEF on lipid accumulation, they measured the W, the white, uh, adipose tissue size. Representative images of mice suggested that this, the GEF supplementation protected against visceral obesity, which is one of the major issues that we're having right now, right? Visceral obesity. However, GEF treated mice had smaller adiptocytes than mice fed a high fat diet without the GEF in a dose dependent manner, such that the side of the adipose from a high fat diet plus the supplement GEF 150 per kilogram per day fed mice was similar in size to those in the CH group. Essentially, skeletal muscle atropathy resulting in a loss of muscle mass was reduced ex reduces exercise cap capacity. Therefore, during the experimental periods, they evaluated the effect of GEF on exercise performance using grip strength. Although high-fat diet fed mice has significantly lower grip strength than uh, the CD fed mice, the GEF supplement mice had significantly higher grip strength than CD fed mice. Okay, so when you understand, uh, there's an actual study about grip strength. The better your grip strength, the less you mortality, the more likely you're gonna die. The, the more, less likely, okay, let's go back straight again. So, the better your grip strength, the higher your grip strength, the less likely you, you got a chance, you got a better health life, right? Better health life. Oh my gosh, I can't find my words today. The lower your grip strength, the more chance of mortality at an earlier age, okay, and health issues. So this is interesting that they measured it, and, and this grip strength study has been about for ages, and I can actually do a podcast on that. So these findings indicate that GEF may have potential use in preventing sarcopendic obesity, but promoting energy expenditure and actuating skeletal muscle atropathy. This study is amazing and I'm so glad I came across it because it gives you a little bit of an understanding as to, okay, now you understand that obesity in itself, yes, it may be the issue, but it's the actual fat cells, right? It's the actual fat cells and the actual effect that they have on our body, the actual effect they have on our muscles, the effect that they have on our cells, the effect they have on our mitochondria, on our energy, on our fatigue. So it's kind of like, why are you fatigued? Are you fatigued because your mitochondria is not functioning well because you have extra adipose tissue? Uh, sorry, fat. Is that why? Is that what's happening? Uh, so if you want to fix your fatigue, if you want to feel energized, you maybe may have to shed that extra adipose tissue, right? So then the thing is, is you also may need to increase your muscle mass, right? So there's a bit of a link just to make you think. Uh, the reason why I do these podcasts is just to make you think and be like, okay, cool. I'm not saying that this, you know, um, this herb, this extract from ginseng is the answer and you should be having it every single day. Yes, it gives some hope. 100%. It's an amazing that we're looking into herbs and what they're able to do for us. It may not be the answer, but let's look at three tips to overcome obesity, right? Number one, you may want to get your hands on some GF from ginseng, Korean ginseng. Um, work with a healthcare professional, of course. Make sure you get the right quality and, 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 and it does the job for you. Number two is sleep. Anytime ever someone comes to me and says, I want to lose weight, Mahela, I say, cool, how are you sleeping? And they look at me like, why are you asking me that question? If you're not sleeping well, you are not going to lose weight, okay? Uh, you want to know why I listen to all my podcasts that I have about sleep and weight gain or weight loss. If you're not sleeping, it's not going to happen. Number three is diet. If you're eating processed junk full of refined sugar and refined carbohydrates, 
you're probably just going to add onto that adipose tissue. You're not going to lose it. So diet, sleep, you may want to get your hands on some GF from ginseng, Korean ginseng. But overall, I want you to understand that the whole body works together. It's not just, we don't just go, that's our fat cells, we deal with them. We don't go just, that's our mitochondria, we deal with that. It all is working together. Our whole body is working at any given time for us. Now think about that. At any given time, our body is working for you. Your body is working for you to keep you healthy, to keep you on track, to help you do what you need to do in life. So if you know that, then we've got to thank our bodies, uh, right? Even if you may have extra, you know, fat, fat cells, adipose tissue on us, we need to thank it and release it. And there's some things like this, like the GEF, sleep diet, that may be able to assist us. There you go. If you like this episode, do what you do best. Love, like, share this episode with your loved ones. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me. And you know remember to click below join the natural health newsletter every friday sent into inbox with some amazing 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 content that doesn't go anywhere else but into inbox i don't share it on youtube i don't share it on instagram i don't share it anywhere only in the inbox every friday there you have it remember the missing link between failure and success is your health Content and information provided here is the opinion of Mahela Raguz and is for information purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. It is not intended to provide medical advice or take the place of medical advice or any current treatment you're undertaking. Consult your own medical professionals for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the Natural Health Podcast. It is advised that you consult your doctor or healthcare professional in relation to any health concerns you may be having. Mahela Raguz does not take responsibility for any health consequences which occur from a person listening, viewing, or reading this content. And in a Circumstances Sheldon Natural Podcast, Mahela Raguz, any guests or contributors to the Natural Podcast, or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Mahela Raguz be responsible for damages arising from the information provided on the Natural Podcast. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical conditions in either yourself or others. Please note if you're taking prescription, do not stop your medication or start a new protocol, including but not limited to supplements, diet, lifestyle changes without consulting a doctor or healthcare professional. If you or any person has a medical concern, you should consult with your healthcare provider or seek other professional medical advice never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something that you have read or heard on the natural podcast or in any linked materials if you think you may have a medical emergency call your doctor or emergency services immediately neither Mahela Raguz nor the publisher of this context takes responsibility for the possible health consequences of any person or persons reading or listening or following the information in educational content